Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Plenty of messages coming through. Regarding your off-the-back fence, Kempe, here's one from Zane. There's not much we can do to stop players going. When you get to the point where the money is the main motivator, it's pretty hard to compete with Japan where you earn way more, play way less, travel less, same time zone, and only a 10-hour flight from home. The only way you could do it is to sell all the Super Rugby franchises to billionaires who could afford to pay them Japan or France prices. But then you end up like Japan, France, and England, where the clubs run the game. Pretty fair point there from Zane mm. Kempe. Is, is, is that a bad thing? Is that a bad thing when, when it's happening around the world? And Are we going to stay stuck in a time warp? But unsure, like you know, you know how it all works up in the north with the with the franchise and mm. football, Ricardo. So, mm. did you do you like that sort of solution? Maybe potentially letting it out, like because it can just get pretty out the gate, can't it? Like the way that it goes. Well, the difference is that in uh, football, FIFA still makes more money than everybody else, right? So FIFA can know, still man. dictate, yeah. um, and that's what they do. So they have, uh, I think it's eight international windows a season. So over a calendar year, there are eight international windows of two weeks where clubs have to release players for international football. Um, and then if they don't release players for international football, those players then can't play in the next club game. I, I love that. I absolutely love that. So I, I just think that there's models around the world, is he, the way you've got, um, you know, the Northern Hemisphere, but especially both in, in also rugby um, and in the EPL, that we can follow that model. Do you, do you, my, my question is, do you think if they put the franchises up for sale, let's, let's, let's be realistic about this, <clears throat> do you think if they put the franchises up for sale, or even if we created a couple more franchises that would have people with the money want to come, want to come and do what they've done up the Northern Hemisphere? Oh, I'll probably probably say no at the moment. Like the 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 model and and the structure, the way that's, that Super Rugby is heading in right now, I just don't think it's enticing for a big money spender to come over and and buy the franchises. Currently, I just don't think the exposures there, the audience, and the products probably not quite right. Like I love to see a Super Rugby competition where we're playing each other constantly but then we're, we're trying to explore and go up to the north and play so there needs to be a real buy-in from all parts of the union but time zones are fixed that but mate, it, it can work it can work i'd love to see a, a more structured uh competition that will encourage the uk to come down and spend some money yeah i mean you look at somebody like sir jim radcliffe right um who's looking at buying manchester united he owns the uh, he owns a, a america's cup team he owns a cycling team he owns nice in france he owns a bunch of stuff right you want a guy like that to come 
and invest and say buy the Crusaders. But he's not going to do that if New Zealand rugby, Australian rugby, um, etc., are still running the competition. It needs to then do what the Premier League did, right? It, it broke away from the FA. It still had FA still had some input, but it was its own competition. It ran itself because you can't have somebody like that, for example, buying a club and then being dictated to by the national union about you know resting players. Oh, you know you've got all these, you've signed up all these All Black stars, but Izzy Dag uh, is important for our uh, our, cha- our rugby championship in the middle of the year, so he's got to have four rest weeks during your sixteen week season. That's, you, that's not going to fly. You got you have to give one and not the other. You yeah. can't have them both um, living in the same bed, say to say. Yeah. A little bit like PSG and and the and Paris Council. Trying to like you know talking about that that stadium that they're trying to buy. PSG saying we want to buy it, and the council saying, well, you know, this is what we want you to pay for it, and and they just can't live together. No, you no. know, one's one's totally professional, the other one's just some some guys down there looking at well, how we're going to get the bus working today. You know what I mean? So um, I think they can't live together, but I think that the model will change because that's the way sports going it's it's been owned sport has been owned guys you know like like manchester united are being purchased by people because they want the club they don't want the yeah. national game yeah i can't see nzr taking a foothold off off uh, taking you know their hands and letting it go from the super rugby team so they've got too, far too much control at the moment unless she's a billion dollar purchase or is, offer is there a rebel league? i just well there there's been talks of it there has been talks of a of a world fifteen or world competition rebel league that could take place, and there is an op, there is a gap in the market for sure. But it's just like I said, when Steve Hansen tried to come out uh, before and create his own world league, world rugby just shut that down quickly. World rugby put a stop to that because they knew that this could just get out of hand. So. Yeah, it's an interesting one, but here's a quick one from Bruce before we shoot off and get to our next guest. Guys, all the players that are leaving are the, at the end of their careers. Savia is the only one, is only there for a season, nothing new. Time for the next generation must retain Rico. That is from Bruce. Mm. I can understand what you're saying, Bruce, but at the moment, I with the money that's on offer, and I know for a fact that Japan are really looking at the guys that are tapping on the door, but haven't quite cracked it, and that's where they come in and picking all their players. You look at no further than Isaiah Punivai, that played for Canterbury, never really cracked super, was knocking on the door, was zero thereabouts. He's gone to Suntory Goliath, and so they are here, and they are tapping on it, and they're offering money that they wouldn't be able to offer here back in NZ. So it makes for an interesting case. Boys, we're going to shoot off. We're going to come back with Matt Coleman, and we're going to talk coast-to-coast because that's taking place this weekend. Back to 